Hello there. It's been a little while since I have been in your earbuds. Part of that is because I'm working a slightly reduced schedule over the summer, spending some extra time outside, extra time playing with the kids. And the other part of that is because I am in the middle of a season of another podcast. Yes, Zen Founder listeners, I have been cheating on you and working on another podcast called Mind Curious. This uh, other project is in partnership with a Canadian company called MindCure that is a research and technology company that is really looking at how to innovate in mental health care using both technological advances and new compounds, psychedelic compounds. So it is cutting edge, really interesting stuff. And part of my role in hosting the podcast is that I get to ask all the hard questions, questions about ethics, questions about potential risks and downsides, and also lots of questions around the fact that we are desperate for innovations in mental health care. It's been a very long time since new medications really made a difference for people who are suffering from addiction, from depression, from PTSD. And it's been a long time since we had, I think, novel approaches to psychotherapy that help people heal through different kinds of experiences and modalities. So anyway, I'm spending my summer diving deep and thinking about these questions, interviewing people and putting together a podcast called Mind Curious. If you are someone who is interested in the field, recommend checking it out. But here today, we have another topic at hand. I wanted to talk about a phenomenon that I've seen in a lot of my consulting work lately. And this is where leaders, entrepreneurs, business owners have been the recipient of really cruel and untrue kinds of attacks online. This is different than negative feedback or a two out of five star review. These are things that really kind of get at the core of the credibility of a business and feel really, really threatening and stressful. So I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about those kinds of reputational threats because I think they have extraordinarily significant implications for our mental health. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Zen Founder Podcast. This is a place where we have conversations about mental health and entrepreneurship. We have a pretty broad conceptualization of what mental health means, sometimes depression, anxiety, sometimes relationships or physical health. The goal here is to bring some calm into the crazy roller coaster of ups and downs that is life for many entrepreneurs. I'm your host, I'm Dr. Sherry Walling. I'm a clinical psychologist and an entrepreneur, married to an entrepreneur, live in the world of entrepreneurs, and I'm so pleased that you have joined us for this conversation. I never talk about my client stories on the podcast. I think it's important for them to have, obviously, supreme privacy, but important to just have a firewall between these different parts of my work. But imagine, if you will, a scenario that's based on some essential components of a recent client experience. You've spent years of your life developing a product, a piece of technology that didn't exist before. You've gone through all the iterations from the prototype to the various rounds of editing, all of the improvement, all of the tinkering that goes into making something new. And of course, you're also talking with your potential customers, right? You're establishing product market fit. You are doing all of the groundwork to help get you ready to launch a successful business, to 
an eager and happy audience of people who are ready to buy it. Launch day comes and goes. It is successful. Your product, your company, they're generating a lot of buzz. The sales are coming in. You and your team are excited. Your reach grows, your team grows, and you over time begin to settle into what it feels like to run a pretty successful business. But imagine somewhere in that timeline that there is someone out there on the internet who is beginning to be very critical of your business, your product, and of you. Maybe they say your product is unsafe. Maybe they say you are incompetent or you've misrepresented something about your expertise. Maybe they attack the makeup of your team. But this is a person with some authority. Maybe they have a big Facebook following or they make a lot of noise on Twitter. People pay attention, even if just to watch their highly opinionated rants with some entertainment value. Your business, and then by extension you, begin to be maligned. It doesn't even really matter if the, there's any truth to the statements, if they're truth-ish or they're an overrepresentation, or they're just absolutely made up. These attacks on the integrity of your business begin to take a huge toll. Some people might call this kind of phenomenon something like cyberbullying. I guess some people could chalk it up to negative press or negative reviews. But I feel like I'm seeing this uptick in relentless, targeted, negative comments, negative messages that really are designed to destroy a business's reputation. And I honestly, I think it's increasing because people have had a lot of time at home and there's a, a lot of people out in the world that are feeling a significant amount of isolation and desperation. And generally mental health is kind of at a low. So when individual mental health is at a low, people with a lot of time on their hands and a lot of anger and frustration in their minds and hearts are looking for places to put that. So recently I've worked with a couple of different founders who've had experiences like this, and it actually looks a lot like PTSD, a lot like post-traumatic stress disorder, because the founders who are recipients of this kind of targeted negative messaging begin to feel like the very structure of their business is under threat. And so they're inundated with worry, inundated with constant thoughts about what to do, how to fix it. I've known founders who've gone directly to their attacker to try to mediate or clarify or create a more positive relationship. I've known founders who've tried to go a, a legal route and pursue something like a, a defamation charge. I've known founders who've tried to just directly counter this misinformation on Twitter or, or to sort of comment back directly. Regardless of the route of action, the amount of stress that underlies these stories is extraordinary. So as I mentioned, there's this kind of constant worry and often an inability to sleep, a kind of a sense of fighting for your life. And I think that's that's why I uh, make the connection to post-traumatic stress disorder, because it feels like the very well-being of someone's business is at stake. And as we've talked about many times on the podcast, there is this deep relationship or interconnection between our business's well-being and our sense of our own well-being or our sense of our family's well-being. Things that threaten our livelihood threaten us. 
And again, I'm not talking about the one-off negative comment here or there or criticism of your work. That's just the natural consequence of doing work in public or of selling something to customers. They're, not everyone is going to love you every minute of the day. And that is just the reality. But this is a much, much more extreme experience than negative feedback. And the founders who I have encountered who have been the recipient of this kind of targeted messaging are in pretty bad shape. Their mental health has taken a really significant toll. The stress of not knowing what to do, as well as the sense of feeling alone and isolated, wondering, do all of my customers see me this way? Or who will keep buying my products if this is the perception that's put out there? People can feel really isolated and alone and even ashamed that they are the target of such extreme, sometimes hateful messaging. I think one of the things that really stands out to me is that a lot of these attacks seem to happen pretty randomly. There may be some politically driven motivation based on someone's assumptions of how you look or who you're connected to. And sometimes these things happen between competitors where someone is threatened by a, a new business or a new product that's come to market and they're attempting a, a social emotional takedown. And sometimes it seems to be truly random. Like it's just someone who got mad about something and they're throwing that anger in your direction. Regardless if this is something that you are experiencing or have experienced in the past, I just want to validate how extraordinarily disruptive it is to the functioning of your business, to you as a professional, and of course, to you as a human. No one is their best self under threat. No one does their best work under threat. When we're under threat, our bodies are designed for a high level of vigilance and arousal, which is really very counterintuitive or counterproductive to any kind of like creative, higher level cognitive work. So whether we call it livelihood threat or cyberbullying or just extreme meanness, it is completely valid to feel very disrupted by having an experience like this. If you are finding yourself to be the victim of this kind of sort of slanderous onslaught, first and foremost, I recommend that you pause, take some space and sit down and sort of write a full accounting of what is happening. I recommend this because I think it's easy to be the frog in the proverbial pot of water, that one thing happens and you respond, another thing happens and you respond, three, four, five, six, 18 things down the line and you can be so reactive to the situation or the particular stressors each individually that you fail to recognize that there's this larger problem. And that larger problem is extraordinarily stressful. So stopping, writing everything down, making a list of the instances, the things that have happened that have caused you to feel upset and under threat so that you have as much as possible an objective perspective of what you're tangling with. I think seeing the full picture too, hopefully gives you some self-empathy. And I think this is really important because these kinds of experiences, as I mentioned, can feel kind of traumatic. It feels like your business is being threatened and that is a huge deal. So once you have this written record, once you've given yourself some time and space to really observe what's happening to you, I hope that that gives you this sense of, whoa, this is big. This is a significant stressor. This is really disruptive. I'm going to need some emotional support around dealing with this. 
So whether that's connecting with a therapist, with a mastermind, with someone like me who does this regularly for entrepreneurs, recognize that you're in the emotional mental health challenge big leagues and that it's completely reasonable to need some additional support from somebody who can help you have a deeper perspective or a different perspective of what you're dealing with. I think the other area where it can be helpful to have some support is in sort of other professional domains, like having an attorney, being able to talk with an attorney about what the options are, having an attorney draft a letter requesting that this person stop posting or stop slandering the business. Nobody likes to get lawyers involved. But I do think that when you are being attacked, it is helpful to have a deeper sense of how to defend yourself and what the potential responses can include. As I mentioned, I think many of these instances of of really abusive behavior of you or of your business really don't have a lot to do with you. And sometimes they're a very irrational reaction to you know, someone's personal stuff that they're working through. So there are occasions when a well-worded professional letter from an attorney on letterhead does kind of stop the irrational mess, right? It can kind of be a, a moment of inhale for someone who is attacking you to sort of recognize, whoa, it's possible I'm out of line. It doesn't work perfectly every time, of course, and sometimes it can fuel the flame. So I'm, I'm not naive about the likelihood of someone who is upset and acting irrationally suddenly having a change of heart just because they receive a letter. I think it can also be helpful to consider talking with PR firms or there are certainly organizations and individuals whose job is to help you sort through a PR mess, to help you think about how to correct a public message that's been disparaging of you and of your company. As I mentioned, when we are in threat, we aren't at our best, most logical, most creative. So hiring someone to help you think through how to respond, what kinds of tweets are helpful, what kinds of direct messages to this person who is disrupted and dysregulated. It is okay to get help to think through those details. And once again, I just want to reiterate, I'm not talking about a negative review or a piece of critical feedback here and there. I'm talking about a rant. I'm talking about untrue accusations that threaten the reputation or the basis of your business. These things do happen. They happen somewhat often. And it is part of doing business in public, of having a public presence or a customer-facing practice or persona. But these kinds of threats are not business as usual, and they shouldn't be treated as business as usual. They are extraordinarily disruptive, and they require more support, more attention, and more time. And it's unfortunate that they happen at all, but they do happen. And I think that it's helpful for entrepreneurs to be prepared and sort of have a a strategy or at least a, a short list of people to call if and when their businesses are the subject of a reputational attack. When you are perseverating or thinking over and over about the same piece of feedback or or critical message, when you can't sleep, when your mind is completely occupied and devoting much of its resources to responding to a bully or somebody who's being critical, it is okay to get help. It is okay to call in resources. It's okay to find some strategies to alleviate the mental, the emotional, the intellectual, and the business burden that you're facing. I've talked with a number of founders who've had these experiences and they've 
just kind of kept trucking along. And while, of course, it's helpful to keep moving and keep doing business and keep living your life, it also can contribute over the long run to significant burnout and just loss of joy in your business when you are trying to combat a reputational attack without proper support and attention. So let's diminish the shame around these kinds of events happening. Let's talk about it in our entrepreneurial circles. Let's normalize the fact that mean people suck. And as business owners, we are sometimes the recipients of mean people. Don't feel like this is just another thing that you have to absorb as an entrepreneur. So hopefully you are not in the middle of one of these stories. And if you are in the middle of one of these stories, uh, please reach out either to me or to other people in your support system. Um, if you are listening to this and this has not happened to you, wonderful. Just tuck it away in the folder for future use. So thank you for listening. And if you are interested in more of my learnings and meanderings in the world of innovations and mental health, don't hesitate to find me over at mindcure.com in the podcast section. And don't worry, I won't abandon you here on Zen Founder. I'll be back at least twice a month to talk about mental health and entrepreneurship. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to check out zenfounder.com for lots of resources about the kinds of conversations that we have on the podcast. You can get information about working with me, about maybe joining a Zen tribe. It's sort of like a mental health boot camp for entrepreneurs. We also have lots of content on our blog, links to resources in our courses and books for sale. So check us out there and we hope to provide anything and everything that you might need to make the entrepreneurial life a little bit easier.